Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Okay, I'm recording. I'm recording. I never stopped. Oh, look at you. It's gonna be one big file. Can you believe it? I'm giving little doses to Jordan. (laughs) Chapters. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. I watched Rent last night and I texted Uh. you while I was watching. And (laughs) uh, dramatic. Very dramatic. Very dramatic, but also very good and of very, its very time. Good. Also, like, not not of this time. I was like, this holds up extremely well. Like, I mean, obviously the stuff is dated to the AIDS epidemic in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It just it didn't feel old <laughs> for some reason. No. Because in 2023, we're how we gonna pay this year's rent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are cold. They gotta light candles. <laughs> Sometimes the power goes out and you need to light a candle. You know? Yeah. Um, Jesse L. Martin it does some of his finest work in rent. I love Jesse L. Martin. <laughs> he did a great uh, job. Oh, I'll Cover You reprise is so good. Yeah, very good. I'll cover you. Oh, it's so good. I also think the, the the lyrics are so sweet. It's like, I'll cover you with like a thousand little kisses or something. And I'm like, oh, a thousand sweet kisses. Yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah, I would love for someone to cover me with a thousand sweet kisses. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I we went to poll the other day and. I was sore for so many days after. Oh, same. I feel like I just stopped being sore today. Same. I was like, oh, my God, my arms, Mm -hmm. my back, Mm -hmm. my My legs, my my crack, crack. (laughs) all of it. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Mm -mm. But you did good. Thank you. I will see you in one year <laughs> for my yearly poll <laughs> class where I do it and it hurts and I don't do it for a whole year. <laughs> it was funny. Veronica was like, 
I mean, usually at this point, you'd be like, ow, I'm done. But you kept going. And I was like, that's funny. That is so sheer. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like the last time I did it, because you were like, it goes for two hours. I think an hour and a half. And I was like, we're close to being done, right? And you're like, no, 30 more <laughs> no. minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's a marathon, baby. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Eve, I couldn't climb. I think because I was getting tired, but also <laughs> my the resistance that my feet have to the pole has gone away. So like just mm-hmm. putting my my the top of my foot on the pole was hurting. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. This hurts. <laughs> and I still have like missing skin on the <laughs> top of my foot. Oh, no, a little pole burn, a little pull kiss one of those thousand sweet kisses one of them made it to my foot (laughs) oh lord i'm trying to do it outside leg leg hang where you just hang upside down from your leg and it's so hard very hard but you did it but you were doing some really cool stuff upside down thanks it's so tough and i did do it and i don't like it and i don't think i want to ever do it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure there's other things I could do upside down that would feel good and probably look good too. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things you could do upside down and not do that. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Where are you? You're in the darks this year. <laughs> it look you look like you're in a cave. <laughs> I'm in the same room. Okay, but here's the thing. There was an overhead light that was directly over me and I was getting so hot from the bulb uh. just being exposed. So then I moved a light from a different room to right next to me and then turn all the other lights off in the <laughs> in the space. But it does look like I'm like making a ransom video or something. Like I captured someone. <laughs> Ask, I'm, I'm recording my demands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, the wildest thing happened on my flight. So the gate agent came on Walked up to the lady in the seat next to me and was like, I need to see your ID. You were not actually scanned in properly. And I was like, what? And then she like had the whole manifesto and then like looked at it and compared her ID to it. And she was like, okay, you're fine. And I was like, what? I've never seen that before. Yeah, why should, Why would they need the ID? Like, And not what? just her boarding pass. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. You should have asked. You should be like, what are you, what's going on? <laughs> Are you a secret agent? Are you a criminal? What's going on? Are you on the run right now? What's happening? <laughs> ugh, I would hate to be on the run. Do you know what that, I mean? Like very anxiety inducing. Just like moving from place to place, being like, am I gonna get caught? Are they gonna get me? Yeah. So many wigs. Too many I do love a wig though. That's true. Maybe you thrive. Maybe I would. Hmm. <laughs> what do you have to like go on the run? Like like, if someone witnesses a murder or something, you're definitely running, right? Yes. Yeah. If you co- commit a murder, I don't think you have to run if you saw a murder. Unless it was, like, the mob or something. Well, that's the whole premise of uh, Sister Act. This is true. Dolores Van Cartier watches her boyfriend, Harvey Keitel, shoot a limo driver. And then his henchmen go to find her, but she runs away. And then... Um, that really nice uh, man puts her in a convent. <laughs> that's true. So I think that's exactly what would happen if you saw her. <laughs> you got to go hang out with some nuns. Mm-hmm. Nuns the word. Nun is the word. 
Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, they restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. 
think I could be a nun. No? Why? Um, they wake up really early. Hmm. And do what? I think like pray and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's like they wake up early. They like pray. Um, I don't know what else is on a nun's day. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Out of all the things, I'm like red because I'm laughing so hard. Out of all the things that you were concerned with about a nun is waking up early and praying. It's not that you'll never have sex for the rest of your life. Like <laughs> 5 a.m. is so early. <laughs> 5 a.m., the silence of the early hours of the morning is broken when the bell sounds for rising. The nuns rise promptly, wash in a simple basin in their cells. I live in a cell for God. I don't got a shower. <laughs> Them nuns be stankin'. You only, what? No, I can't be stinky waking up at 5 a.m. Not for the but, Lord. But you're fine with the no sex? I think I can deal. Can I masturbate? No one's gonna know. That's true. It's you, between you and God. Maybe, maybe, maybe there'll be a hot little nun there that, like, we have a secret little mm. fuck sesh for the Lord. But I feel like the community is so small. Someone's got to know. No, not if she keeps her mouth shut. I won't tell nobody. <laughs> Only the Lord. <laughs> I would tell all the nuns. I'd be like, guess who I'm fucking? <laughs> Sister, sister over here. Sister over here? <laughs> we both got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I do think my main problem is the 5 a.m. wake up call. That's nuts. Yeah. That's sick as hell. <laughs> I don't think I could be a nun. Uh, also for the earliness. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know. It seems boring. It does seem boring. I live in a cell. I wake up and I wash in a basin and I pray all day. Also, what's under the dress? Anything? Mm, Can I, I wear know. leggings? Maybe they're commando. They're just free balling it. <laughs> Their pussies are just out for the Lord under those uh. dresses? Whoa. <laughs> Probably not. I would like to think so. Although maybe they are having fun all the time. People, The nuns and sister act seem like they're having so much fun. They do seem like they're having a nice time. But, the, but honestly, I think they're having an okay time until Sister Mary Clarence appears. And yes. then I think the fun skyrockets. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, I, yeah I, I think being a nun might be... Like, what is the, what's a nun's day-to-day? -day? Do they teach class? Not all of them. Mm -hmm. Only if you work in a school. Okay. Uh, do they like sew stuff? Oh, they do. Mm -hmm. Cooking, cleaning, sewing, or attending the community, attending to the community mail. All right. The mail? I'm a post office worker. <laughs> we often work uh, in common. We maintain our monostatic silence, except for necessary work. I gotta be quiet. Ooh. I gotta wake up early and shut up? Never. There go your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How am I gonna make money? <laughs> well, nuns don't need money. They get to stay in the monastery. And who pays for that? The people? Which ones? Mm, who ones donating to the Lord? 
actually no. <laughs> um, and then monks are different. Those aren't like nuns, right? Monks are nuns. No, those are different, and I don't know. That's how. Buddhist, right? Buddhist monks. Yeah. Okay, the life within the walls of a monastery may be supported by manufacturing and selling goods, often agricultural products by donations or alms, by rental or investment incomes, by funds from other organizations within the religion, which in the past formed the traditional support of monasteries. Okay. Interesting. Okay, monks and nuns performed many roles in the Middle Ages. They provided shelter and taught others to read and write, prepared medicine, sewed clothes for others, and helped others in times of need. Huh. Hmm. What's the difference? The word nun is typically used for female mon- monastics, although the term mono- monarchs? Monachos. Mon- Monachos. M- Monachos <laughs> is one of the Christian origin. Uh, in the English language, monk tends to be used loosely also for both male and female ascetics, ascetics from other religious or philosophical backgrounds. Okay. Interesting. Who would have thought we would have learned about monks and nuns today? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I do want to know what's under those robes, though. <laughs> Maybe fishnets. I wore a oh fishnet bodysuit under my graduation robe what? for college. What? Why are you being freaky? It was a joke. It was funny. (laughs) My friend bought these fishnet stockings or like a bodysuit. It went truly from your toe to your neck. And Uh we thought it'd be funny to wear them under our our graduation gowns. And and then we did. And did anyone see them? Mm Mm-hmm. You could see the the legs. (laughs) Oh. Was everyone like, so you graduated to being a freak? No one, no one did say that. <laughs> I wish I went to your school. I would have said that to you. Couple he of graduated. freaks over here. You he graduated to being a freak, dude. What'd you major in? Freakonomics. <laughs> what did I wear under mine? I think I just wore a skirt and a shirt and some huge platform heels. Mm-hmm. I loved a platform in high school. I would yeah. wear the biggest heels to school and like a little purse and never had any books with me. I didn't go to school to learn. I was not. I was there to make friends. It sounds like you went to Euphoria High. <laughs> Those girls always have the tiniest purse and no books. <laughs> I mean, that's how I was living. I put all my books in my locker, had my little purse. And would never go to my locker in between classes. And I would never bring my books home. I didn't do anything in school. That's very funny. I was, truly, I was there to make friends. <laughs> that sounded pretty judgy. They were not good. But I got like... <laughs> I got like B's and C's. I mean, it's not terrible for someone who's not bringing their books home. Yeah, I don't think I failed anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Oh, we're back to nuns, bras and panties, a petticoat, a petticoat. Oh, yeah. this is what they were underneath their robe. I would have to wear leggings so my thighs didn't rub together. Mm-hmm. Because I got I like big shorts. old thighs. Wait, Sashir, so in school, did you like bring books home and stuff? Did you like have a backpack? Did you I like do. a rolling <laughs> backpack? 
wow, that sounded very judgmental. <laughs> um, no, I did not have a rolling back. Um, I can see why you think that. I, but I did not. <laughs> I just had a regular Jamsport backpack. Oh, okay. And you towed it books back and forth? Oh, yeah. Wild. And you, like, did homework and stuff? Yeah, I always did my homework. I used to get really stoned and do my chemistry homework, and I would just, like, write the same equation over and over and over again until it looked like I did enough work. Mm. Did your teacher ever say anything? No, she was one of those teachers where she would just, like, come around and you'd flip the pages, and she'd be like, you did it. Oh. Oh, but this is during class? No, this I would do that at home. So during class... So we would get homework sent home with us. We would do yeah. I would do the homework by just writing the same equation or whatever a bunch of times. And then she would walk around. We didn't like hand it in. She would go around and like look through our pages and just like check it off. She be like, you did it. That doesn't sound like a good grading system. No, but I got I got by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank goodness. <laughs> But I think I'd be upset because I'd be like, uh, I actually did my homework. And you're just like checking it off if it's filled out. <laughs> what about the people I mean, who did the work? Well, I guess you're a fucking sucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I figured out a way to get get the grade and not do anything. You did. Although I was put in basic math, I think, my sophomore year. Because I was just like, I don't want to do algebra. Like, I just didn't want to do it. I was like, this is not for me. and. I was in basic math with a bunch of other bad kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. School was a uh, a scam. Mm-hmm. Nobody has asked me anything from school. Like, nobody's like, Nicole, what do you know about chemistry? Nothing. I, nobody's asking me. Yeah. It is very strange that we had to take so much math and so yes. much science. Like, I do want some yes. science. I don't know how some stuff works, but. It's not like, not many of us are going to continue being people who need that kind of math or science. No, not at all. Nobody has asked me about anything from Beowulf. Like, do you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, nobody. Wait, Jordan, is your tank top from Old Navy? Is it a sports bras tank top? Uh, it's just a, it's just a regular tank top, but it is Old Navy. Oh, I thought we had similar ones, but mine's like a sports bra tank top. Gotcha. I do, I do have one of those also really comfortable isn't it <laughs> yeah sorry back to beowulf <laughs> truly nobody <laughs> all the books we read i was like no, they're they suck yeah catcher in the rye get out of here my freshman year of high school we read interesting books we read like the shawshank redemption we read stand by me which i think is called the body or something uh it's like a stephen king short story Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we read like interesting things and then we will mm-hmm. watch the movie after and then talk about why we liked either the movie or the book more. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I really like that teacher. She was great. That's great. Can't remember her name for the life of me. Die. Yeah, dying. I don't, I don't remember many teachers' names. I remember Miss Cray, Mrs. Craycraft. She was my... Mm, my eighth grade English teacher? No, mm-hmm. maybe ninth grade. And I liked her because she also was like a little no nonsense. And I remember there was a vocabulary word that was like, uh, 
I think it was juxtaposition or something. Mm-hmm. And she asked me, she's like, what is, do you know what this word means? And I was like, no. And she's like, just think about it. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and you liked this person? I did because I was like, you're right. I'm not trying. I could just think a little mm-hmm. bit and then I'll figure it out. <laughs> just think about it. Just I don't remember at, like switching classes, but I remember all of my elementary school teachers. Oh. Mrs. Labach hated me. Mrs. Rooney hated me. Mrs. Fortescue hated me. Mrs. Hudzinski absolutely hated me. Miss Gizzy halfway through became Ms. Rosado. She, I don't think, liked me much either. Mrs. Mahood, I think she was so-so on me. And then I don't remember switching six, six through 12. I don't remember. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 How did these teachers display hating you or disliking when you. i talked too much mrs fortescue would send me out of the classroom to find my mother who also worked in the school and i was not allowed to return until i found her oh my god and then i have to explain to my mom i was talking too much and i wasn't listening and then my mom would have to walk me back to class and then i would say my mom would go are you gonna listen now and i go yeah i'm gonna listen mm. <laughs> and then, you know an hour later i have to go find my mom again <laughs> what did your mom do at the school again I don't know. She was, uh, well, I know she was like a lunch lady at one point. She was a volunteer lunch lady. So she would like uh, be outside with us and like watch the kids like with another mom. Um, And then she did something in the office because she was there like all day. Oh, nice. She just couldn't get enough of me. (laughs) She said, I want to be near you all the time, baby. And I said, okay. Maybe she, you actually weren't getting in trouble and she was texting the other teachers being like, can you just send her to me right now? <laughs> can you send my I daughter I miss my baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I miss her. <laughs> and I don't remember what Mrs. Hudzinski did, but every morning I had a stomach ache. I was like, I don't, I, I can't go to school. I have a tummy ache. Aww. And it was because I just didn't want to hang out with Mrs. Hudzinski and the other idiots in class. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember once I rolled around in grass, like having a nice time and I'm allergic to grass and we didn't know that at the time. And my eye puffed up real big. And I finally was like, I can't go to school because look at my eye. My mom was like, fine, you get to stay home. (laughs) And then you couldn't stop me from rolling around in the grass trying to have it happen again. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) School's hard. You want me to sit there for 100 hours and like, listen, (laughs) get real. Yeah. I don't like how it's formatted. Mm mm. I think school should be more like play now, fucking read a little, take a nap, read a little. Like we should be napping up until high school. I think we should nap in high school. That would be so nice because you start so early too. Yeah. I can't learn at 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Get like a post-lunch nap and then go to your next class after that, after 30 minutes. Yes. Sashir, should we open up our own school? Didn't Kanye West open up a school? I believe so. I don't know where it is. I don't know either. Oh, yes, he did because he only serves them sushi or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) People were upset. They're like, my kid needs more nutrients than this. (laughs) No, just sushi. Did I send you that video of Northwest just eating an onion? No. I don't think I saw it. eating a raw onion. 
And someone asks her, they're like, do you want to do what your mom does? And she's like, what does my mom do? And then bites into her onion. It's wild. Wait, I did watch the video. (laughs) I don't remember the onion, though. She's holding an onion in her hand, Sashir. She's eating a raw onion. That's really funny. (laughs) (sighs) Northwest eats raw onions like apples, and the internet is in shambles. (laughs) That's an onion, Sashir. This little girl's eating an onion. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's, she's really just palming casually, it. Casually. She didn't even peel the onion. She's eating <laughs> she the, them flakes, too. <laughs> I wonder how that <gasps> developed. Like, <laughs> was she given an onion and she was like, I got to take a bite out of this? Or, like, did someone say this will be good for you? Who knows? Wait, go up. Maybe you'll tell us how she got to eating onions. Um, as much as some parents struggle to get their kids to eat veggies, there has been a public outcry over the way Northwest, the elder child, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West eats onions. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, she asked Kim if she wanted a bite and Kim declined. How Mm -hmm. funny. Mm -hmm. That little girl's breath must be hot. Oh, my God. Courtney always says North is my lesson on this planet. What does that mean? She's your lesson. It means that I'm supposed to learn even more patience. She teaches me patience. She has taught me a lot about life. Northy, I'm going to a prison soon. Can you eat it like that? Yeah. You want some? No, thanks. You're just going to eat an onion like an apple. This is what she does, people. She eats veggies like, like apples. What do you think about the work your mom does? What does she do? Oh, my God. I don't think anyone's ever been roasted harder by a child (laughs) eating a raw onion going, what does she do? (laughs) I'm like, I think I'd be eviscerated. Like, this this little weirdo's going to make fun of me? (laughs) What does she do? (laughs) Oh, oh wow i mean i think onions are good for you so like mm-hmm. good good for north for figuring out how to like ingest a lot of onion <laughs> in a small amount of time but i feel like my taste buds would stop me at some point your taste buds would be on fucking fire truly yeah. your mouth would just be like this girl is on fire you wouldn't be able to taste mm-hmm. nothing else just raw what? onion all all day also, I'd be tearing up. I'd be sobbing. If someone just cuts your sinuses near would me, clear. Yeah, I would be crying. <laughs> I can't imagine eating one and having it in my face like that. North is tougher than all of us, honestly. <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you live a life where you're pampered and very rich. You eat onions for the thrill. <laughs> I need some kind of struggle. I need something to make something. me feel bad. <laughs> Listen, we all know life is full of yada yada and, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. and You're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. 
or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Wait, should we answer queries? Oh, what, yes, let's do that. What time are we at? Should, is it time for that? Right now we're at yeah. 35.22. So we can do another quiz if you want and then answer questions or the question. Judith, you know we don't have time for a quiz. We're at 35. <laughs> we only have 10 more minutes. <laughs> it took us tw- maybe... Third, like it took us like fifty minutes to do a quiz on the last episode. <laughs> All right, let's. So she is queer. You are speaking the truth, <laughs> and somehow the room you're in is getting darker and darker. <laughs> like soon, you're just gonna be in complete black. <laughs> it's it's wild. It's because the light's not coming. Um, because you the, truly look like you're in the lair Osama bin Laden must have been hiding in. Like truly, it is nuts. <laughs> boy my stomach hurts it's because the uh sun went down (laughs) so the light the light that was coming out from outside is gone i understand how life works the sun went down the sun is gone yes Um, this year yes okay hi sit chair and nickel kimberly and jubin (laughs) that will probably sound that will probably sound funnier in my head but i need your help I have a problem with my best friend and how we communicate. It started this year uh, when I would message him to hang out and we would decide on a time. But as the day got closer and closer, he would just simply forgot we made plans. I started checking in, checking in on him the day before and usually the day of our plans, too. And this would still happen or he would double book himself. I understand life gets busy, but it's gotten worse from here. Nowadays, I'm lucky to get a reply from him. I will send him a message asking to hang out, and he will just open the message or leave me unread. I have pretty bad anxiety, so my overthinking starts to blow things out of proportion. I confronted him about it and asked if things were okay between us, which he assured me things were fine and he values my friendship, but he will continue to do the same thing each time I ask to hang out. It's a bit exhausting. Maybe we're drifting, but I don't see why. We always get along great when we're together and often try to plan our next hang before we leave. I'm just so confused why he continues the same behavior, even though I have checked in with him about my concerns more than once now. A friend of his says the less he replies to you means the more comfortable he is around you. I don't know if I believe that, but I also think maybe he might have undiagnosed ADD or something that makes him forget to reply. So 
<laughs> I'm sorry for the longer message, but I truly envy your friendship and communication with each other. Love the pod and stay safe. I love how you read that whole thing and left the last <laughs> sentence for me. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I mean, it's totally fine. I, <laughs> I got tired of reading, and then when I stopped, I was like, oh, there's only this little bit left. <laughs> it's really funny. Sorry. <laughs> um, that is That is tough, because you've checked in. Yeah. And... Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, maybe you feel comfortable not always answering me, but I don't feel super comfortable when are we make plans and you don't keep them. I don't know. What's a nice way to say that? It's like when we make, I want to hang out with you. So when we make plans, I'd like to keep them. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can ask, like, is there something we can do to help you remember our our scheduled hangs like you know you recently just switched to uh your google calendar on your phone mm-hmm. and uh i feel like maybe if it was if if this person uses that which maybe they don't but mm-hmm. you could be like let's put it in your calendar right now as i'm standing right in front of you <laughs> so i know mm-hmm. that you have it in your calendar uh or in you know i can invite you on Google Cal and you can accept it and it'll remind you on your phone that that's what's happening. Um, yeah. But maybe you can ask and come at it like, a, I, I see you're having trouble with this. Is there something mm-hmm. we can do? Like, was, is it helpful for me to call you the day before? Even though I think, didn't they say they, they checked they, in? Yeah, they say they check in the day before, day of, but it still happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe it's like really just being like, hey, I really value this friendship. I really love you and I really want to hang out with you. So I like it. It makes me sad when we don't get to hang out. So is there anything I can do to be more helpful to help you? Yeah. And. I think that's worth saying. And then. I guess then you just see if it if any change actually happens. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't, then. I don't know, because you've already <laughs> you've already had yeah. this conversation. So it's like, I guess you could stress like it makes me feel like I'm not a priority when you mm-hmm. forget our meetups. Um, and it sounds like this person genuinely does want to hang out, mm-hmm. but they're just having trouble remembering. Do we think they could be sad? Yeah, I was just about to be like, maybe you can ask if everything's OK with them. Yeah. Uh, or, like, do you want to talk like is something happening? Um. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cause something's up. I don't. I. Yeah. This feels like a lot more than just like a forgetful person. Like. Yeah. Especially if you brought it up a couple times. Yeah, and, and I want to know what they are saying. Yeah. Like what? What are they? Are they just like, yeah, I do want to hang out with you. Like, is there something that's being left out? Like, I do want to hang out with you. I just get confused, or yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I'm like, I just need to know a little bit more information because I do feel like our listener has done all the things I would say <laughs> yeah. to have them do. Yeah, hmm. I also wonder 
like how specific these hangout times are. Like I've made this mistake before where someone's like, do you want to hang out Saturday? And I'm like, yeah, because in theory I do. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) if we don't put a time on it, I might fill it up and I might forget. And then Saturday Mm -hmm. comes around and they're like, are you down to hang? And I'm like, oh, whoops. I accidentally planned a lunch and a dinner and a da da da. Because of course I did want to hang out on Saturday, but we didn't say when. So I forgot. So maybe if it's like, do you want to hang out 3 p.m. on Saturday and we're going to meet at this restaurant, mm-hmm. then then maybe for that person, it's like more cemented. Like, oh, yes, we are going to do that. Because, yeah, maybe that person has the same thing that I do sometimes where it's I'm like, oh, yeah, I would I would love to do that because I would. <laughs> but then if we don't actually cement it or like mm-hmm. make it specific, I might forget. I wonder so, if you can set an alarm on your phone mm-hmm. for a specific date. Oh, no. It just... No? It's just the time. Oh. But I guess you could do it in your calendar. Yeah, your calendar But it's like, if this person's reminding them, is a calendar going to actually help with the reminder? But I think you're on to something with, like, time, a location. Mm-hmm. I think that's helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it's possible this person's already doing that, but but if they're not, maybe try that and mm-hmm. make it as specific as possible instead of like, we'll hang sometime this weekend. And then mm-hmm. it's that's hard to know when this weekend we will hang because yeah. lots of things could happen. Yeah, yeah. you could join a circus. <laughs> maybe, did your friend join the circus? Did you, did you ask? Did you ask? Are they part of Cirque du Soleil? Because of course they're busy. They're training. They're bending. but yeah i think one ask what's up with them if they need like a friend to talk to about something going on maybe they're sad two i think nailing down a time a time and place might be really helpful yeah judith jordan do you guys have anything i would just listen i'm the type of person who's so upfront with people and if you are constantly standing me up i'm just gonna call you out and be like, what's the, what is the issue? But I don't mm-hmm. like as much as I want to be understanding of if someone is going through something. But like, if this is something that constantly is happening, I'd be like right in texting or calling, being like, what's the issue? Like, I thought we were friends. I don't know why this keeps happening. Um, that's Jordan's me. Ready to fight. I'm ready yeah, to fight. Truly, really I thought aggressive. we were friends. <laughs> I thought we were friends. What the fuck's going on? Because I just like, like, if you're my friend, you wouldn't do that. You would mm. make the effort. And um, like, I recently went through something where it was this really big, important event. And um, someone who I thought was going to be there, like, canceled last minute. And I was like, shocked. Mm. And I haven't figured out like how to say something to them just because I'm that shocked Um, yeah but yeah if I if I really care about you and you're my friend I'm not gonna stand you up I'm gonna make sure that I'm there and so I would be the one calling out being like what's the issue what's the what's the problem Mm. yeah yeah that's why I think it might be uh helpful to ask how they're feeling Mm because I think people have a hard time thinking of other people's perception of something if they're like deep in depression or self-esteem stuff or I don't who knows what but like 
Yeah, it sounds like maybe they're like not quite conscious of what what's happening around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm a bit on the the fence because it seems like this person doesn't mean to do it. Um, it doesn't seem like there's an intention there. So I, I try and give some grace, but I also think if you've already talked to them and it continues to happen, I think one try the calendar idea and setting it up on the spot like you guys did, but also maybe start building bigger community like with people who like follow up and follow through for you if you need it if it keeps mm-hmm. keeps going on and on and you might have to start building a distance with this friend um if they're not you know reciprocating mm-hmm. what you need in terms of like hanging out and community and stuff not to throw them away but i think you need to be able to hang out with your friends that's that's a requirement with friendship depending on the type of friendship that you want to build with this person that makes sense yeah solved solved also give us an update if you speak to them yeah hi nicole and sashir big fan um y'all always know how to make me laugh and cheer me up on even my worst days um i have a question that's uh friendship related but it has to do with my sister My sister is younger than me by about seven years. I love her a lot, and we've gotten a lot closer as we've gotten older. She is also not as mature as I am, obviously, because she's younger than me. I understand that. Um, But she never takes care of herself in any way, shape, or form, whereas I've been fairly self-sufficient since high school. Um, She struggles with keeping friends, and she tends to hold on too tight to her friends that she has. My question is, I have been having a hard time with her recently. She's been kind of dumping on me because she has lost a lot of her friends recently. Um, But things are going really well in my life, and I'm having a hard time balancing keeping her negativity above my positivity. Um, I don't want to not have her talk to me or anything like that, but how do I spin it? How do I maybe set boundaries? I've never really had boundaries with her and I just don't know what to do. I've always been kind of her rock and I want to continue that, but also keep my mental health doing pretty well. Um, I love you guys. Thank you. Maybe when your sister is venting about something, you can like, you know, you don't want to tell this person to not vent. So, but maybe you can start the conversation by being like, tell me something good that happened this week. Or like, mm-hmm. what are you excited about today? Or something like that. Kind of give her like positive prompts and see if she'll bite. And then, you know, hopefully she'll fo- like spend some time doing that. And then if venting comes up, it comes up. But hopefully it's like doesn't take over the whole conversation. Hmm. Maybe you can have like venting Wednesdays, where you like go to a bar, have some drinks, and you vent about the things you want to vent about. And then you go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We don't vent. <laughs> Is that wild? That's too crazy. I honestly love that. I think that's great because then, yeah, you could be like, uh. And you don't even have to make it about her. Could be like, "Hey, I'm tra- I'm trying to like be less negative in my speech, or like you know, because I feel like it permeates through my whole day or whatever." How about you and I spend every Wednesday night venting the shit out of whatever bothers us, and the rest of the week it's like all positivity because I'm trying to like 
you know, stay up or something mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Um, and yeah, hopefully she'll bite. But that sounds exciting to me. A dedicated time to vent? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be fun. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, venting Wednesdays, VW. And then go somewhere <laughs> dumb like Applebee's. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Have dollar margaritas and vent. And be like, this food shitty. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah, go to a restaurant that not I'm not saying Applebee's food shitty. If they brought back the apple chimney cheesecake, mm-hmm. it would be better. But go to a restaurant that you both hate and then <laughs> order something you both don't like and then like make it a fun little event. Yeah. Or it's like really nasty fit like you can talk trash while you're eating trash. Yeah. Talk and eat trash. The trash is coming out your mouth and it's going in your mouth. <laughs> Wait, I really like this. Can we do this? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm getting excited. And I was like, in my head, I was like, what nasty restaurant should we go to? Hmm. <laughs> oh, we probably shouldn't name it here. Because no. Yeah. You know, what if they're trying to have what a business? What if someone and- <laughs> loves it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be very fun. And just yeah. be like, bring all your negativity. <laughs> Wear your hateful outfit. <laughs> I hate Wear this shoes shirt. that hurt. <laughs> My feet hurt. This doesn't fit me. <laughs> just be angry. I like that. Yeah, try that. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I do think it's really important to be like, I'm trying to be more, like to tell someone I'm trying to be more positive in my life. Yeah. Because then it's like, I'm not saying you're negative. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just being like, I'm changing. I'm doing something for myself. And I would like you to get on board. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully they'll they'll pick it up. Yeah. Ooh, Judith said maybe go to a break room, which is like where you go smash stuff. Ooh, that's really smart. Wow. Yeah. This is great. Get some aggression. Yeah. VW. Go to a nasty little restaurant wearing your ugliest shoes and ugliest outfit. Bring all your hate. And then after, go smash things. I mean, honestly, it feels like therapeutic. I think so. I think that sounds really fun to just like bring a bunch of hate (laughs) to a dinner. And then you leave. You're like, all right, well, going to have a good Thursday now left it there and then everyone at the restaurant is like there's a bad vibe in the air (laughs) it feels really bad in here (laughs) it feels bad i made no tips everything feels weird (laughs) solved solved hey nicole sashir kimmy jordan and uh little clyde sorry i'm so nervous i had to pull over and call while i had the nerves so I have a question for y'all. So I left my husband about four months ago in the process of divorcing. Um, And, you know, no regrets, but it's been rough. But I'm ready to get out dating again. Um, It's been been hard. I'm bisexual, so I've been looking in the female route for relationships. But lately, I've been kind of creating the male companionship um, short term, if you know what I mean. So I recently realized that I am a demisexual, so I really can't, 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 I'm not comfortable with one night stands, going out Tinder dating and stuff. So 
I've been looking in my friend group, um, but also I don't want to ruin friendships that I have and that I've acquired and earned over the, you know, probably eight years. So how would you recommend going further as far as interested in hooking up with male friends but not making it weird? Uh <laughs> I used to be able to do this when I was younger, like 18. I hooked up with a lot of my male friends, and I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it before, but now I'm in my 30s. Um, I feel like a totally different person, but the same. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, what would y'all do? Uh, options, opinions, anything is appreciated. Thank you, guys. I love the podcast. You remind me so much of me and my best friend, Elizabeth. And um, I have recommended multiple times. So if you're listening, Lizzie, love you. All right, ladies. Thank you. Bye. Hooking up with friends is like a little tough for me. Um, I personally, if I were to make a move on one of my friends that like I care deeply about, I would, I wouldn't do it just to hook up with them. I'd try to date them. Um, because I feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I, I, I in my thirties, I don't want to just hook up with my male friends because I, I don't want to ruin it because the the male friends who I have are good friends. Um, and also Tinder, you're not obligated to hook up with people. You can go on a date with someone. You're not obligated to have a one night stand with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. and you know if someone pressures you into sex, absolutely, you don't want to be in that situation. Um, but you can say on the date, you're like, I actually take my time and, you know, go out on multiple dates with somebody. It sounds like to me that you're looking to hook up with your male friends because you're already friends with them and you mm-hmm. know them. And mm-hmm. it seems like it's maybe a shortcut to hooking up with somebody. But in the long run, is the shortcut good? Maybe the ride to the destination is more fun than a shortcut. You know, maybe you guys see some trees. <laughs> Pass a couple Dairy Queens. <laughs> it's not the destination; it's the journey to get there. <laughs> it's the friends we make along the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think having sex with your friends is tough, especially if you want to stay friends. I think I'm. Some people have done it in the world. I know people have done it in the world, and mm-hmm. and it and it works for them. But these are also friends that are aware that you're newly out of a mm-hmm. marriage. And that might be strange for them. Um, yeah. A little I would sticky. S- Nobody wants to feel like a rebound. Yeah. Or that they're just like servicing you. Because you have to think about their point of view too. Because they're like, oh, I guess you're just using me for sex. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but you're my friend. <laughs> and... <laughs> That doesn't feel good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you can still find someone on an app and make it clear, like, just got to have a relationship, not looking to date, but do want to find someone that I enjoy being around and could be a friend that I hook up with. Like, can I get a friend? Like, I think you can say, I want friends with benefits, basically. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you can develop a friendship and then eventually mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough that you are willing to hook up with them. 
Yeah. And I think with friends with benefits, if you write that on your dating app, I think you have to be like, I am looking for something with friends with benefits. Heavy emphasis on friends because I like to get to know you before anybody is benefiting from anything. Um, Because there are some people out there like friends with benefits. Hell yeah. Give me in the puss. And then there's (laughs) there's no intention. It's Cartman (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Give me in the puss. But yeah, I, I think. I would do dating apps. I I wouldn't dip into friendship because it has only been four months since your relationship and it does feel like you're looking for a rebound, but it feels like you just don't want to be like willy nilly hooking up with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I don't think the shortcut is good in the long run. <laughs> I agree. I also don't think the shortcut is good in the long run. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you better listen to Apple Maps and not this sleek shortcut you heard of <laughs> oh my goodness you better take that, that full route <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta make all the left hand turns okay <laughs> yeah that's yeah. how i feel mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, this dark room. If no. you have a question, <laughs> you can email me and Sashir at Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. Or you can call, leave a voicemail, or you can text us or leave a voice note at 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. And we got transcripts of our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at Earwolf dot com lastly don't forget to rate review and subscribe that is the easiest way to support this show mm, mm, mm. well sashir see ya <laughs> talk about shortcuts <laughs> see ya <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.